everyone. This is Bishop Collins from the House of Worship in Oak Ridge, Tennessee. And I have a really strong message tonight uh, entitled, The Laying Down of the Holy. The Laying Down of the Holy. And I don't know about you, but as I look through the world today, as I look through how people are operating in the world today, as I look at people who I would call leaders in the world today, I see more and more and more of us as a culture laying down the holy, putting down the holy and picking up something else that doesn't honor God and in fact dishonors God. Holy Spirit wants to speak to that tonight. He wants to speak to what our response should be to that tonight as we witness it. And so I want you just to come in and check out the message and I'll be back in just a few moments. So as, as I maneuver through this, this, this journey that, that I'm on, I've told you about this before, but I have this, this incredible burden that God gave me in 2021. As I looked at the church, I looked at the church's response to the culture. I looked at how we respond as I'm on calls with different pastors from all around the country. And I hear their input and, and, and their thought. And one of the things that uh, the, the, the spirit in me said to the, to, to the Holy Spirit is, how did we get here? As, as, as the church, as a body of Christ, when you look at the, the scriptures, the Holy Scriptures, and you look at, at Christ, and he hands the church to the, to the 11, to the, to, to the 12, if, if you want to add, add the one that they added to it. But they hand the church to these 11 men of God, these 11 apostles who've been walking with him and watching him operate. He hands them this church that is clean, that is pure, that is powerful, that is unnegotiating, that is uncompromising, that is truly and completely holy. How did we get to where we are today? And I'm struggling with that. Of course, the Holy Spirit spoken to me and said that the, the key the key piece of this is, is, is that we, we, we're no longer worship. We don't worship. We, we don't understand who God is. We have this, we have this errant view of who God is. We have an errant view of the, of, of the scriptures. And the Holy Spirit gave me this, 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 this picture of how God gave this perfect thing to, to, to the apostles. And generation after generation after generation after generation added a little bit of water to the purity of the wine. They've had a little, bit of, a little bit of water. I didn't like the way that tastes. I didn't like the way that made me feel. I didn't like the way the people responded to it. I, whatever the issue was, they added a little bit of water over and over and over. And we reached a point to where we are today that we, if, if Christ were to show up in our churches today, if Christ were to show up and, 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 and begin to do an evaluation of, of who we are and where we stand relative to the church that he gave to the apostles, so much of it he would be disappointed with in the name of Jesus Christ. So much of the stuff that we call holy, that we call righteous, that we call purity, that we call faith, that we call the church, if you will, I, I really believe that, that, that that God would look at it and really be disappointed by it. And so I came today to encourage us and to point us into the direction that God would have us to, to, to be, be pointed in. This, the story that God gave to me this morning was that if, if I went to your job, if I went to the places where you worked, 
And I asked people that worked at the place that you work, wherever that is, is that person a Christian? What would their response be? Because, you know, it, 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 the, the, instead of so much of it is we, we don't affect the culture, but the culture affects us. We see that in the church today, that the, that the church is not necessarily having this huge impact on the culture, but more the culture is affecting the church. The culture is coming into the church. The, cu- the culture is already in the church. It's expanding in the church, not so much us affecting the culture. So if we went to your job and we asked the question, is Tony saved? Is Edward saved? Is John saved? Is Susie saved? Is Mary saved? What would the response be? I'm going to preach here in just a minute. What would the response be? We, we, we hope that the response would be absolutely. We know that that person is saved without a doubt, man. They, they pray over their food. Uh, when it comes to the issues uh, of, 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 of spiritual issues, we know where they're going to stand. We find them praying with people. Sometimes when they're hurting, they've always got a word of, for the Lord for people and in their difficult situation. Absolutely, we know that person's saved. Or would they say, I don't know. I'm not sure if they're saved or if they're, if they're not saved. Or maybe they might even say, in some cases, God forbid, nah, they're definitely not saved. They're not saved, man. They, 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 they curse like everybody else. They tell the, the, the jokes that everybody else tells. At, man, at, at happy hour, they're, they're the first ones to be at the bar at happy hour. And so every now and then, I see them hitting on women, man. I think they're, I think they're married. I, they're definitely not saved. So t- today, I, I just want to encourage us and remind us, in the name of Jesus Christ, that as believers, as, child, as children of God, that that we are people that make a difference in the world. We are people, the purpose of us as believers is to advance the kingdom of God in the earth and make a difference in the world. And so when people encounter us for for any length of time, they ought to walk away from that encounter believing there's something different about us. Something different about us relative to the world. So I, I want to share with you this, 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 this scripture today. If you don't mind standing on your feet uh, and grabbing your Bible and turning to Matthew 15. We do that here at the House of Worship at our Oak Ridge campus at our 10 o'clock service. Matthew 15, beginning at verse 1. Now, I have been preaching for almost 20 years. No, in fact, over 20 years. And in the, in the years that I've been preaching, God has never done what he did today. Let me tell you what he did today. I'm not aware ever of preaching the same scripture. I'm sure I have over 20 years. At some point in time, I've, I've preached the same scripture. Matthew 15, 1, 9 is the scripture for today. I preached this scripture a month ago. Same scripture. Completely different message. Completely different message. The idea behind it is different. Everything in regards to it is different. Matthew 15, 1 through 9. I'm reading out of the New American Standard Bible. This is what my Bible says. Then some Pharisees and scribes came to Jesus from Jerusalem and said, Why do your disciples break the tradition of the elders? For they do not wash their hands when they eat bread. And he and Jesus answered and said to them, Why do you yourselves transgress the commandment of God for the sake of your tradition? For God said, honor your father and mother, 
And he who speaks evil of father or mother is to be put to death. But you say, whoever says to his father or mother, whatever I have had that, uh, that would help you has been given to God. He is not to honor his father or his mother. And by this, you invalidated the word of God for the sake of your tradition. You hypocrites. Rightly did Isaiah prophesy of you. The people, this people honors me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. But in vain do they worship me, teaching as doctrine the precepts of men. Maybe sitting maybe in the house of God. So Holy Spirit wants me to just talk about, just for a minute, this idea of the laying down of the holy. The laying down of the holy. The idea, obviously, is that at some point in time, I had the holy. I had the holy. I held it in, in high esteem. I had it where it was supposed to be. But at some point in time, over time, over time, over time, over time, situations change. And I decided instead of holding the holy where I should hold it, I should have it in a place of esteem. I have it in a place of ex exaltation. I took the holy and I laid it down. I took the holy thing and I put it in a place that it does not appear that it should be. So let's make sure we're in the same place and we're talking about the same thing. So when, when, when we say the laying down of the holy, what we're talking about here is the, the laying down of the apartness that God has established in us. See, God is a part. When we look at the holiness of God, what we're talking about is the apartness of God, that he is like nothing else. He's like nobody else. He is apart. He is separate. There's nothing that you and I can compare him to. There is nothing that even comes close. There is no competition when it comes to God. Now, we take things and we try to make them competition. We want to make how we feel compete with God. We want to take money to compete with God. We take our little, little gods and we want to somehow make them compete with God. Please let me explain to you today in the name of Jesus Christ, there is no competition when it comes to God. But there, there is an apartment, uh, there's an apartness here that we are set apart for God. The idea of consecrated for God, sanctified for God, that we are of God, that we are sacred. Whatever it is that's holy, it's all these things. Whatever it is that God has, whatever it is that is of God, it is holy. His word is holy. His name is holy. His habitation is holy. His people are holy. Whatever it is, if it belongs to God, it is holy. His, his tabernacle is holy. Whatever it is, this house is holy. If he, was, if he walked on it, it's holy ground. So we're talking about today how we've taken that which is holy, that which is a set apart for God, by God, for God, for the purpose of God, and we have somehow down through the ages taken that thing and making it, making it common. It's just everyday stuff now. So when we do this, when, when, when we lay down the holy, when we don't have the view of God that God has, when we don't have a view of the things of God that God has, when we don't have a view of the word of God that, that God has, we don't have a view of the house of God that, that God has, we don't have a, a view of how we should respond to the word of God the way that God has, we don't have a view that we, how we respond to God the way that God has, there's a couple of things that happen. There's a couple of things that happen. And I want to warn you and I today to make sure this is not who, who, who we are. One of the things that happens is we produce the common instead of the holy. We produce it 
we produce the common instead of the holy. He, he, verse 6, he says, the, the word, he says he, he, he's not to honor his father or his mother, and by this you have invalidated the word of God for the sake of your tradition. That is the production of the common instead of the holy. Huh? God's word is holy. God says, this is how you operate here. This is how you deal with this here. And so this, the, the traditions of the Pharisees has been, we can set aside God's word and we can do it this way because it benefits us better to do it this way than to follow God's word. That is the production of the common. Hmm? That when we don't see things the way that God sees things and we pick up the traditions of men instead of the word of God, uh, this high standard that he has set for us, we have a life that produces the common. Help me, Jesus. Woo, I'm talking from the pulpit now. The pulpit, when, when, when the pulpit doesn't stand on the exaltation of the word of God, when the pulpit doesn't have the awe of God in the name of Jesus Christ, what we produce to you is common. We, we, we produce the common instead of the holy. And here it, is, here it is. It is the trick of the devil. One of the greatest tricks of the devil is a systematic attack of the enemy upon the people of God and upon the, the, the house of God in the name of Jesus Christ is that we would produce the common. That, that we would respond to situations exactly the way that the world does. Don't you, don't, don't, don't you see it? Don't you see it today? Can't you look around? Can't you not perceive it today? The attack on the church house, on the people of God, on the men and women of God, that, that the attack is that we would respond to whatever the trouble is in life, whatever our situations are, that we would respond to them exactly the way that the world responds, not as men and women of God, not based on the word of God, not based on the power of God, not based on the love of God, not based when the name of Jesus Christ on our peculiar as we stand on a word of God apart from the world. Instead, we are allowing the culture to dictate to you and I. Huh? This is an attack both at home. Huh? We got children now talking back to mom and dad, telling them no, how it's going to be. That's producing the common. Now, what, what, what happened to children who, who would say yes, sir, and, and no, sir, that were mannerable and that in the name of Jesus Christ? Who, even children that, 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 that knew Bible verses, help me, Holy Ghost, in the name of Jesus, who could tell you Bible stories at an early age, but instead now we don't bring our children to Sunday morning Bible study. We don't teach our children the scriptures. Why? Because we don't even know the scriptures ourselves. Help me, Jesus. And, and so now we're producing Sing the common. Huh? Go, go, go to school reading the headline today. Uh, you, you don't, you don't gotta, gotta be a genius to figure this out, but the attack is also in the school. Now, it won't be long when you won't be able to say mommy and daddy in the school if you allow it to be that way. You can't say mommy and daddy in the school in, anymore, and, and evil is being brought in and, and taught uh, wrong uh, era. Uh, 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 the thought processes are being brought into the school, and, and nobody seems to care. Nobody is pushing back that we are producing the common. You know, on our job, we don't have to worry about, I mean, anybody, uh, 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 
mistaking us to be Christian because they're canceling Christians today. I don't know if you know that or not, but they've been canceling Christians. Now, if you're paying over your food and you're looking for to get a promotion, oh, you've been identified as somebody who is outside of the mainstream of the culture of this organization. And so you're not going to get promoted if you're praying over your food. You're not going to get promoted if you're making a stance for Jesus Christ in the name of Jesus Christ. We are producing the common on our jobs in the church house, how we recreate, stay with me, even when we pray. We're praying common prayers. Uh, we're no longer asking God for the big stuff. Uh, all, we wanna, all we want is, look, here, here, here it is, uh, uh, John Hagee says, says it this way, I believe, that's how he says it, is that here's this incredible, all-powerful God who holds the universes, that's the, 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 the millions of universes in the palm of his hand. He knows everything that's happening, and he's got a child who kneels in prayer, and he's got his ears cut because he wants to hear what it is this child's going to come with. We, we got a, a nation that, that's full of wickedness. We got our children being murdered murdered every single day. There's all kinds of things that we need spiritually in the name of Jesus Christ. And what does this God hear? Water the grass and take care of the parakeet. We are producing common. God is calling us not to put aside his holy standard. God is calling the believer, you and I, in the name of Jesus Christ, to lift up his high standard of living that he calls holiness. Here it is, House of Worship Church family and friends, not here at the House of Worship, but if we're not careful, we can become too easily convinced about what honors God. That men can tell us that this will honor God, but in reality, we can't find any evidence of that in the scriptures. There's no evidence of it other than the power of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus Christ. We are too easily convinced about what honors God. Huh? We produce the ordinary instead of the extraordinary. Huh? Nobody getting healed anymore. Not at church out. No demons getting cast out. Not at, not, at, not, not, not at the church house, man. That's, that's, that's gone. We're, we're cessationists. The gifts of the Spirit are gone now. That, that was back for the, for, the, for, the, for the old days. God is no longer the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. God doesn't want to heal you. God doesn't want to bless you in the name of Jesus Christ. We've come to a place where we're producing the common and the ordinary instead of, in the name of Jesus Christ, the holy and the extraordinary. We become like everybody else. We do what everybody else do except on Sunday, you know, sometimes, occasionally, you know, we, 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 we turn on the TV and we watch church. Huh? We're producing the common instead of the holy. First Corinthians 3 and 17 says the temple of God is holy. Which temple you are? He's talking to the people who, who have given their hearts to Christ. He said, the temple of the Lord is holy. He said, that's what you are. That's what I am. That's what we are. Say it to yourself. I'm holy. Just the believers. Just the believers. I'm holy. I'm holy. I'm holy. Might not feel holy, but I'm holy. 
look in the mirror. I don't look holy, but I am holy. I'm walking in identity today because he says that I'm holy. Psalms 86 and 2 says, preserve my soul, eh, for I am holy. Is he saying he's perfect? No, 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 no. Preserve my soul for I am holy. What is he saying? He said, I belong to you. Preserve my soul because I belong to you. I am holy. O thou my God, save thy servant that trusts in you. There's a couple of things that happen. When we lay down the holy, when we are not following God's word about what's holy, we, not, we no longer realize that we have been set apart for God and that we are the ones that are going to make the difference in the earth. We're one. We produce the common instead of the holy. The second thing we do is we produce falsehood instead of the truth. Huh? Look at, look at, look at, um, look at verse 7. Look at verse 7. He says, oh, here it is. He says, you hypocrites. Rightly did Isaiah prophesy of you. You hypocrites. You know what a, you know, you know what a, what a hypocrite is? That word, where it came from? Uh, in, in Israel. So they would go down to the theater and they had actors that would come out and pretend to be something that they're not. That's what actors do, right? And they called the actors hypocrites. He's saying here that when I lay down the holy, when I say that what God has declared as holy, that is set apart, that's sacred, in the name of Christ, that's sanctified, that's consecrated, and I don't deal with it that way. I treat it as though it's common, no matter what it is. What he's saying here is that I produce a lie instead of the truth. Oh, stay with me. And if as a believer, that's me as a believer, what he's saying is I'm pretending, I'm faking, I'm pretending to be something that I'm not. Jesus, we got to be careful, House of Worship Church family, in the name of Jesus Christ, that we don't make our traditions God's will. That's what's happening. That's what's happening here in the scripture. You know, God, God said, honor your, honor your father and your mother, man. If you, get, you know, the mom, mom and dad get in a situation financially, they can't help it, and you got money to get to them. Take it, say, Go take care of your mom and your dad. Okay? The tradition, though, that they came up with was, I don't have to do that if I go down to the church house and say, the money I was going to give to my mom and dad, I'm going to give it to the church. Huh? He's not talking about tithes. He's not talking about offerings. He said, the money I was going to give to mom and dad, I'm, I'm going I'm I'm, I'm to say I'm going to give it to the church. And the, the, the tradition was, I take the money, I give it to the church, the church take a part of it off and give it back to me. He says that in the name of Jesus Christ, when I look at what's holy, what God has declared as holy, when God meant what he said, this is holy in the name of Christ Jesus, that I'm holy, my word is holy, that you're holy, and I don't respond to that the way that God desires for me to respond to it. He said, in the name of Jesus Christ, you are producing a lie instead of the truth. Mm. You can't make your, I can't make my, we can't make our tradition the will of God. We can't deify our will. Well, we substituted something for the real God. 
Woo, stay with me, Jesus. Hey, help me now. That in the name of Jesus Christ, that if the God that you serve is not the God of the Holy Scriptures, that's not even God. You, you, you have, I have, I would have made my own God in the name of Jesus Christ. I believe that's happening all around the world today in the name of Jesus Christ. There are churches that are open that have a God that they call his name Jesus, but it's not the God of the Holy Scriptures. How do I know that? Because the God they serve would allow anything to happen. The God they serve don't care about sexual immorality. The God they serve don't care about homosexuality. The God they serve don't care about transgender. The God they serve don't care about all these lists of things that God has called an abomination in the word of God. The God they serve say, oh, that's good. We're good with that. That's not even God. That's not even a church. So what are we laying down that we shouldn't lay down? What is it that we are doing that maybe we aren't even thinking about that is dishonoring God? How have we gotten off of the path that we were on or that we should be on? And what is it that we're willing to do um, to change it that the one that died, the one that suffered and bled and died on the cross for our sins might be honored? Ultimately, that's the question that we have to answer as we live our lives every day. Uh, First, answer to that question is to give our hearts to Jesus Christ. Uh, he died on the cross for that purpose, uh, to, for all of us to be saved, that none of us would be lost, that none of us would go to hell when we die, that all of us might be saved and spend eternity with him in heaven. The choices that we make matter. The things that we do, it matters. It matters to God. And so if you're here today and you've been making choices that dishonor God and you are not in a right relationship with God, or in other words, you've never asked Christ sincerely to be your Lord and your Savior, I give you the opportunity to do it right now. Here it is. None of us know when the next moment is. None of us know when our, when, when the ne- when our last moment is, should I say. None of us know the answer to that question. And so don't postpone to do something that's important to do to a moment that you don't even that you don't you're not even assured is actually going to come or happen. So now is now is the moment. Now is the time for you to give your heart to Jesus Christ. Ask him to be your Lord, to be your master, to be your savior. Surrender your heart to him and ask him to come into your heart. He'll do it and it will change your life in an amazing way. Perhaps you are saved. But as you look at your life relative to what it was six months ago or nine months ago or maybe even three months ago, you're not in the same place spiritually. That if you had to be honest with yourself, you have drifted away from your relationship with Christ. Time to come back. Time to come back home. Time, I keep saying it. Time to come back to the old ways. Time to come back to the old path, to the place of holiness, to the place of, of, of sanctification, to the place of consecration that you might walk in the blessings of God in a way that you never have and that you never even imagined. That's what God, that God loves you so much. He loves us so much. That's what he wants to do for you in your life. I pray that over you now. I pray those prayers over you now that you that don't know him will come to know him and that you that do know him, that you will walk in a path that brings Christ the maximum amount of glory for his glory and for your benefit. I pray that prayer right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for allowing us to speak to you today.
tonight. I uh, hope you found this to be a blessing. hope you found it to be encouraging. That's what we want. That's what the Holy Spirit wants. And that as a result of your time with us, that maybe there's been some change for God's glory. Amen? Well, we love you. See you next week. Have a blessed week. Take care. Bye-bye.